Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Buongiorno and welcome to Nobody Panic, the Italian podcast where we uh, help you get through some things, whether you're Italian or not, it's got nothing to do with Italy, apologies. It's a ciao, we just want to welcome our Italian friends. I'm Stevie and this is Tessa and today's episode is about how to rent and we want to make it very clear that this is not an episode for landlords renting out your first home or your second home or your 12th home, this is for tenants who are renting, of course. Yes, of course. Listen, we've got a lot of opinions about landlords and we won't be sharing them. You know what they are. Um, this one was a suggestion that was emailed to us by Nancy. Hello, Nancy. What a lovely name. And she says, I'd like to suggest a topic for an episode. My boyfriend and I are planning on moving in together later this year. Oh, clang, clang, oh. clang, Nancy. Well, yeah, well done, you both. I've already listened to your episodes on how to make a rental house a home and how to move in with a partner, but would love some advice on how to rent with the least stress possible. What questions should you ask at a viewing? How do you get a sofa up four flights of stairs into your one bedroom flat? Aside from living away for uni, neither of us have any experience with both adult in inverted commas rent and would love some help thank you so much Nancy welcome yes that's great uh, that is a great suggestion I think I've rented about 3,500 mm. flats and I think if you can rent in London you can rent anywhere although I will say I've been quite bad at renting in London so I'll mm. you can learn from my mistakes Nancy Yes, I think, Nancy, be ready for it, maybe. Ready for it to be a learning club. And don't beat yourself up that you didn't smash it the first time. Of course not. It was your first go. Like, hey, take the pressure off. Just accept, like, it's going to be, there's going to be some surprises en route. I am moving in two weeks, renting. And um, it's the first time I've ever... this one for you. I know. But also, this is the first time I've ever moved somewhere where when they've asked what are your, where are the places that you've lived in the last three years? I haven't put down at least five addresses. It was like, oh my God, it's the same place. Oh my it's God, the first it's one. Time I've lived somewhere. It's, it's one, amazing. No, one normal place. It sort of feels like I've o- I own it. Because right. you know when like, you live somewhere for long enough, you're like, it feels, I mean, I know I've got a landlord, but like, it sort of feels like my place and I'm like a grown up and I'm moving. Let's do our adult thing, which is each week we say what grown up thing we've done to make ourselves feel better about life. Please, Tessa, what is yours? Thank you so much, Stevie. I'm sorry to say I don't know the correct word for this, but I'm going to go for bra extender. 
Hello. Okay. I don't know. I, I imagine this is fairly common for people. You either have just abandoned ship on wearing a bra and then you try and put it on and you're like, and this used to fit, did it? Like, I, I can't get in any of them. And I'm way too depressed about that to buy a new bra. What I have found is uh, something that's been living at the back of my cupboard for years and years and years. It's a bra extender. It's just the hook and eye thing, but one way hook and eye, one way the class. You look at it and you're like, sorry? Like, this is the greatest bit of of engineering I've ever seen. Of course, this tiny little thing is all you need. And then you can just extend. It's about, it's a couple of inches long and you can have as much extension as you like. And I was like, and now I can get back in them. That's amazing. Can you like, can you like attach loads together to make like a meter longer if it's really, yes, really yes, struggling? yes, you're absolutely right. If you had more of them, you could make it an infinitely long bra. But, and that's oh what we're all dreaming of. And also, again, if anybody can't get into their clothes, I have gone up a Marks and Spencer's pack of pants size. Sure. Because I was like, I can't, my, I can't get in my pants. And it was me. And I, and then I just was like, I'll oh, just go up a size, you idiot. And I was like, oh, of course. And then I was like, oh, get on with your day. It was that feeling of being like, I feel like everything's shrunk in the wash. Like how, yes. how does nothing fit? Guys, don't waste a second more time even thinking about it. Just crest gently up a pant size. Anyway, so that's mine, Stevie. What's yours? Right. So I think I've spoken in, uh, in the deep past about my uh, psychological problems with, in general, but also psychological problems with plants. My flatmate slash partner slash the shadow, he buys lots of plants for the balcony and like you know, tends to them. And we discovered a while back that I uh, ignore them because I don't want to get too attached in case they die. And then I feel Mm -hmm. like I can't look after anything. Mm -hmm. Last summer, I pruned one of them and it worked. So I was like, okay, this week I noticed that we've got a lavender thing, bush, bushel. Could be. And could be. And it would die like it was dying on the ends. And I like peered in and it looked like it was some of the things were dying from the middle. I was like, oh my god, we've done it again, we've killed him. But instead of just being like, throw him away, I uh cut off all the dead things and cut him right back. I've I've read that that's a good thing to do. And now he's all short and bald, and I'm hoping that he will now grow. The point is, is that I've moved on from my psychological problems with plants, and hopefully this will lead to a bright future of being able to invest in things without the fear of them going away. Thank you. That is my spoken word poetry applause for you to say yes, yes, yes. I feel you. That is wonderful. All my plants are fake um for exactly that's that what reason. i i was really pushing for the for the fake thing and and then the shadow said quite quite rightly but if you go fake then how will you ever learn exactly right good point right oh god right but <clears throat> rent, let's t- speaking in. of god let's rent let's rent baby oh it's an exciting day renting your first home oh baby it is and of course though if you if you're listening and you've already rented then yep, these are things that you maybe could do beforehand but we'll move on to things that you can do when you're already in i think the the question of what question to ask when you're looking around a flat is a really good one if the tenants are there it's always worth even though the estate agent will attempt to keep you separate it is definitely worth saying to the people who already live there what's the worst thing about the house like literally be like what's the worst thing and so then they can either be like oh god what's the worst thing um God, I don't know. I, I guess, can't think of anything. Good I guess, sign. I guess that um, 
the shops are too close. Like, you know, if they, then you're like, okay, great. But if they're like, oh shit, okay, what's the worst thing? I guess the damp, the mice, the damp, this. Yeah. And if there's yeah. something that comes immediately to mind for them, it's worth to be like, okay, good to know. This is the worst thing. Or if you say, what's the best thing? It's, you know, you can see what the best things are. It's the worst things that are being kept from you. And that's exactly what you need to be asking about. Also, it's it's helpful to think of specifics as well. Even be just just thinking. Then, if someone said to me now, "What's the worst thing about your flat?" I'd be like, "Ah, I don't know." Like because because you know, like when someone asks mm, you, like, well, you "What's your favorite big... film?" Yeah, You're like, "I've yeah. never seen a film." Actually, I don't know any films. Someone came to look around my flat the other day and was like, "How much do you guys pay roughly on bills a month each?" It's like, "Oh, good, that's good." good like, question. I'd like to know that more, but I never ask anyone. And then <laughs> you arrive, like and I'm like, "I live here." <sighs> I guess there's no way of ever knowing how much I will ever pay. Right. <laughs> but there is. And also asking about mice is really good. Asking about, you know, if it's important to you, like if the flat gets any sun. Do you get much light? light? Yeah. Noise. Damp is really important. Damp and mould. Because what estate agents will do is they'll often like paint over it. Mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. paint over it. You know, a friend of mine does a thing which I think is great. It doesn't always work because estate agents often will pretend that they don't know if there's a real problem. But to ask for the contact of the previous tenant and then you can email them. I think that's like the great really one. good because because the estate agent, and this is as well, the main thing when you start renting, if you're a trusting person like myself, you'd be like, well, the estate agent said that it, there weren't any mice and that there's not it was just fine. That's you don't have to feel shady about asking those things and you shouldn't be if you are ever i think sort of trust your gut on that sort of stuff if the people are like why are you asking that be like if it's a great home and a great place that hasn't got problems then there's no reason that the tenants shouldn't communicate with each other if they're being shady it's for a reason i've definitely had two landlords that were cri- like full criminals mm-hmm. definitely and it's not that there were signs it's more like they just told me they were criminals and i said yes i'll rent my flat from you so it was like one of them was like, oh, yeah, like, for example, oh, you don't need a depo- like a deposit. We don't need to pay a deposit. But there was nothing in writing. And then at the end, they made us pay for loads of stuff. And it was like, but hang on, isn't that what the deposit is for? And then and then they were like, you, but you you paid for a, for a deposit. But no. this is on top of it. And we were like, what? And it didn't even make any sense. But then obviously I was you know, 22, so I didn't have any knowledge of how that what you know you're just like you just don't know if someone's like yeah and then maybe like your parents or like grown-ups in your life are like what do you mean you didn't pay a deposit and you're like no no it's fine it's actually like they just said this and he said it was all right he said it was all right and you're like no you just have to like really listen to your gut really trust your instincts and your gut is also like this feels wrong but i don't know why because you don't know enough about deposits or whatever to know it's bad but you do just have to trust yourself to be like okay this doesn't feel good and you want basically just like everything in writing anything you possibly think you might need get it in writing just constantly and, and it's so easy to, to just say oh could you pop that in, in an email for me so we've got it in writing exactly. and, it's, and it sounds like you're being overly officious but you're not at all it's very yeah. normal and everyone does it and I think like again getting older is one of those things where you start to realize that all the things you're embarrassed about doing when you're younger it's you realize how they weren't embarrassing they were just incredibly normal things that everybody does but because yeah. you're new to them you're like I sound like I'm being like a weird lawyer being like could I get that in writing objection yeah, yeah. yeah don't yell objection yeah but it's like, and also Fine. you feel like and equally you feel like asking like how much you pay in bills makes you be like oh boring like yeah or you rude go- to talk about money yeah, yeah so no. vulgar be like ask those questions obviously like sorry to be the worst girl but like are there rats no just ask like are there rats like that is that's such a reasonable normal adult thing to say and I don't know where it comes from that suddenly you 
you, you try and do I guess it's because when you're young you're, you're you're trying adult things for the first time and therefore everything feels like cosplay and so you yeah. are like how kooky am I so get it in writing you know <laughs> you just don't know what yes you're doing. everything everything's fun or weird or wrong or strange but just and also you also feel like I, I remember I would constantly feel like if I had to ask a question about these things they would know I didn't no. Yes. So it'd be like, so you're constantly pretending that everything's fine. So you're like, yeah, I'm taking this in my stride. But then it's like, well, the, there are maggots in the drawers. Don't take that in your stride. That Don't makes you look very young. <laughs> exactly. Don't take things in your stride and like, and, and ask, and don't be embarrassed if someone uses a phrase that you don't know like they're selling the flat below us and I can hear people when viewings were allowed I could hear people going up and down the stairs and I could hear the estate agent using like crazy language like just using all these phrases I could see these quite young people being like what (laughs) What does that mean yes and then I heard one be brave enough to he said like it's tenanted at the moment and I heard the one lad be brave enough to be like, what does that mean? And he was like, oh, it means it has tenants in. And he was like, oh, of course, of course it does. And it wasn't at all embarrassing. But you're like, yeah, if you've not heard the phrase, it's tenanted, you'd be like, is it made of tenants? Like, you don't, it's not obvious. made of tenants? It's made of tenants? Is it got about, is it like, because yeah. that, that could mean anything, you know? That you could mean anything, yeah. I mean, obviously it does mean it's got tenants in, but... You know, there are so so there don't be afraid if the words come up that you do not recognise to be like, sorry, what does that mean, please? Mm. And they'll be like, Oh, of course, that's just lingo. And also this. like absolute I know it sounds so basic, but do look at the place before you <laughs> a video's not enough, a picture is not enough. Like I've lived in three flats where well, one of them, none of us looked around it because we didn't live in London. It was the first flat we, we ever moved into. We, we didn't live in London, so we just went off the pictures. The second one a friend did it for me, like as who I was living with. And that was bad because there's only one bedroom, mate. Anyway, <laughs> uh, then and he was like, that's okay, I'll, I'll live under the kitchen table. I was like, I'm not comfortable with that. And also halfway through, now we have to swap. I, did, I wanted a two bed. Anyway, and then the third one was just, I can't remember. I think I was just like, I hadn't learned my lesson. and was like, oh, I'll just, it looks fine. You have to see the flat. Like you, it, if it's even no matter how much of a pain in the ass it is, if, you, if you're moving to a different city and you're like, I just don't go and travel. It is worth it because the pictures are completely different. Of course, the pictures look fantastic. They were taken by a professional, fantastic picture taker who's and job, doctored. And uh, exactly. And they've been taken with a fisheye lens. So that things that are so small look absolutely massive. You're like, well, look at this palatial bathroom. And then you get there. I once saw one where the bath, there was a bath and it looked absolutely massive. And when I got there, it was completely square. I'd never seen a, it was like a, it was a half a metre by half a metre. It was insane. But in the pictures, honestly, it looks enormous. It was a square bathtub. Um, There are so many ways that they can get you. So something looks lovely when it is in fact not lovely. Uh, And also uh, look at the floor plan ahead of time. And again, like numbers are tricky. And someone says like, that's 20 square feet. And you're like, okay yes square foot <laughs> like the feet on my legs yes that is right <laughs> if someone asked me to mark out 20 square feet I oh my god I don't know how I'd much just, I'd, yeah I'd just wet myself I just, and, I just, <laughs> and hope that that was a distraction and I'm not measure that <laughs> yeah as much wee as I've just weed <laughs> is that 20 square feet <laughs> I was like I don't eat I don't I don't know. And so get a, get the floor plan, get a tape measure out and like measure it up and be like, oh shit. Okay. That's nothing. Yeah. That is not a large amount of 
space. And it's also it's helpful if, to get the floor plan of your flat you're in now because then yeah. you can compare it like yeah. directly. You can be like, oh, it's a little bit wider because then you can like literally visualize it. That's quite yeah. important. Literally Please, put, sorry, thing, put um, no, no, you're completely right to be like the visualization. If you mark it out like in the park or something, you're like, yeah, it seems big. Mark it out with like a with mark whatever. Mark out in the park. <laughs> I'm gonna go. To, I'm gonna go to to the sea and I mark just, out. I just meant like if you mark it out no, I know. in a big space. <laughs> Yeah, no, it would feel big but if you mark out and you actually like make it be like this cardboard box is this corner this is this you will be like okay this is not a lot of space and then if you're like and now i need to put a double bed in it and now i need to put a wardrobe you're like okay great this is a not an this is not a workable space um and the things will be small and they will be trying to they will be trying to trick you basically so be mm. you know be ready ready to pop the question the jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even on a budget... Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It's really worth walking around the area if you can mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and and just, just having a look because if it feels if it feels threatening in the day, it'll be threatening at night. Don't be afraid of being like, I just I think I'm I'm a bit I, I went to see it and I felt a bit a bit nervous. So I felt because you're gonna have to live there every single day. So of course when you're first renting, you you know, you, you can't you might not be able to afford to live in like the fancy fanciest place. And I'm not saying live in a fancy place, I just mean you know, cl- close to a bus stop, close to transport links, all that stuff, like m- making sure that you don't have to like walk through a dark park in order to get home. Things like that, where you, you don't realise until you actually move in and you're like, oh, I never actually took the train here. My mum dropped me off and now I can see that I can't get anywhere without wa- yeah. walking down, down this alleyway. Like all those, those things. But then the main tricking bit that I wanted to say that you mentioned earlier, I think that's really starts with the inventory when you are given the inventory and that will be like essentially a list of everything in the flat that you're moving into. And when I was doing it, would be like, okay, that's boring. Yeah, fine. Okay, cool. Like a list of things. Fine. But when you look closer, it's got things like the damage that is already there when you move in. And if you don't keep that somewhere really safe, and then update it up and update the landlord every time something happens or something you know disintegrates or something breaks. They will get you when you leave. They will pretend that you did that. They will. You know, it's like you have to be so careful to make sure that you don't lose that inventory and lose track of what was in the flat before you 
moved in because it, yeah. I did that every single time. And and then it's just another 200 quid off your deposit and you don't know why and you've forgotten. A hundred percent. Like these people, estate, estate agents, I'm sorry to any estate agents listening, but like estate agents make their money by tricking people and being like, it's easy breezy, come on in, no problems. Yeah, of course. And once you're in, then they char- literally will charge you to get out. So like, just be, and even though you're like, oh, I want to trust people and they seem so nice when they showed me around. Of course they did. Like they are going to get you on your deposit at the end. So like that inventory, and again, it'll be like, like a, it'll be, it'll look like the yellow pages. Like it'll be so thing, and you'll be like, I have to go through all of this, and like, oh god, like really, truly go through it and take pictures of everything in the house that looks like a hole yeah. or looks like it's damaged or anything. Because if you don't have a photograph of that at the beginning that says this was here when I moved in, like they will absolutely get you. Like yeah. we, we've been gotten like a hole in the wall that we were like we literally all laughed at when we were shown around the house. Like, and we were like, are you joking? You, we all laughed at that hole. And they were like, no, you did that. And we were like, what? But like, so like they will, if you do not have photographic evidence or written evidence, or any of those things. And I know that we sound like, I don't know what we sound like school moms. Like it sounds like yeah. we're being very boring, but we're only telling you because we are poor on, as a result of our deposits being taken away because we were too easy breezy. When we moved in, to, to our first flat I went into the I'll tell the story before probably I went into the drawers and there were just dead maggots all over the drawers so I was like I guess I can't use these drawers and then just didn't use drawers for the whole year and then was too nervous to tell the landlord who used to come and sit on, on my bed and open his post I was too nervous to tell the landlord that there were maggots in the drawers so at the end I was like just so you know there were maggots in the drawers and then he said I'd put them there and then charged me 50 pounds <laughs> so <laughs> Firstly, £50 is a very reasonable fee for maggot removal. <laughs> right, thank you. I'm, I'm they were dead. Oh, they were dead. Oh, dead. they were dead. At first he was like, they're bits of rice. So, <laughs> what are you What are you talking about? They're literally maggots. So I just sent him like a closer picture. And then he was like, yeah, that's that That wasn't there when, when you moved in. And I was like, well, it has because I haven't. You know, when you try to explain to somebody the logic of it, but I haven't put my clothes in there all year. He doesn't know yeah. that. Like, no, he doesn't like, care. He doesn't, and he, that's the crucial thing. He does not care. This is the thing. They know you're telling the truth. They do not care. And also mm. the landlord sitting on the end of your bed reading your post, I mean, his own post. That's illegal. It's illegal. It's completely illegal. And obviously he's like, well, it's my post. I've just come in to collect it. And you're like, okay, I don't want to be a bother. It is illegal for the landlord to enter your premises without giving you warning and getting your express permission to enter. So even if they're like, I had to come in and check. I mean, unless it's the most, out, you know, real mitigating circumstances, like the smoke alarm or emergency or something re- real. But otherwise, it is illegal. And for the estate agent, just because they have the keys does not mean they can come in. And so like, it can feel like you are the very bottom of the pile, but you're not. It's all there to protect you. Like you are actually, you're, you're paying for this experience. Like you deserve to yeah. be treated properly. Um, okay, here are a couple of uh, sensible questions before you get in there. Six month break clause in the contract to say just in case it is maybe you want to live there forever but put your six month break clause in insist it's in there they are legally not allowed to say no you can't have that and it's just there to say like if it's a disaster in six months you can you can get out of this um and also your tenancy deposit scheme they have to, again they must take a deposit it cannot be more than five weeks the equivalent of five weeks rent so don't let them say it's anything more or make it up it has to be that and they have to put it in a tenancy deposit scheme 
compulsory. They have to do that. If you're renting for the first time, a very tricky thing, especially if you're freelance or you're, I don't have a proper job or you're, you know, working in the pub or something that isn't an obvious, clear salary, is that they might make you do endless reference checks and endlessly be really cruelly treated. You can get a guarantor, which is any adult who's just prepared to put their their name to paper and say like, I will, I, I'm, I'm good for it if i'll cover it if she explodes i'll cover it if she explodes which is a even if people really trust you it is a very tricky position to put anybody in so just i've I've never had that because both my parents are self-employed so exactly so (laughs) mine mine never pass so like now what are we supposed to do like and you're like well they're adults like and i don't know it's so cruel the renting game so just be aware like there are options out there if you if they're kicking up a fuss about wanting to rent to you like there are options so don't don't freak out um and last thing was before you get in there be like okay who who exactly is what is the landlord's number who who do i call if there's a plumbing emergency who do i call if there's an electrical emergency what is the what is the plan here so that you because again you'll be like oh it doesn't i don't want to be a bother but when something explodes you need to be like who exactly are we calling and who is paying for it is it that they come and i pay the charge but you will pay me back or that you're on like what is the plan here because if the house is flooding that's not a conversation you want to be having on the phone while you try and like sort it out yeah and also don't worry like you are not liable for so no. you shouldn't have to pay if there's a flood, if there's any damage um, to the to the building that you haven't caused, that, you know, there's, I don't know, water, electricity, gas supply, the fridge breaks down, the washing machine suddenly just stops working. Anything that they, that when you arrived in the flat was there already, they are supposed to fix, including mm-hmm. like a chair that the leg falls off. Like that's, they should fix that chair. Like yeah. they need to. And so that is, you know, and the, and the problem is, is that, you know, they don't. <laughs> so you, <laughs> but you have to keep on of them. And this is the thing, like when you don't realize when you're not sure. And well, for example, I li- we lived um, in a flat that had two dining chairs. One of them had three legs. One of them had two legs. <laughs> and then we had to like prop, one of them with books for a leg because we couldn't afford to buy a chair. And the landlord was like, no, it was like, Oh, okay. Okay. What, what are you supposed to do? Like, so but what you're supposed to do is go to, go to the, your attach your contract in the email, highlight the paragraph that says like all furnishings in the home are the responsibility of the landlord. Exactly. Say, As per the tenancy agreement of 1996, like it is the right of the landlord to do this. Like, don't be afraid to get your like legal jargon out of there. And things like shelter.org are websites that are completely designed to look after you in these situations yeah there's lots of on the citizens advice um there's there's loads of stuff about your deposit and like basically your 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 kind of tenancy right and you feel silly you know emailing saying like you know as per the tenancy agreement but everybody who is over 25 who has rented loads and has started to realize like oh the landlord is fucking me over. You start to, everyone older than you is doing that stuff. So you are totally able to do that stuff as well. You can, you know, you, you do have more rights than you think you do. And if pushed, the landlord will often bend. And if they don't, they're a terrible landlord. Use your six month break clause and just get out. Like get out. Get out, get out yeah. of there. Okay. Couple things when you're in, um, Nancy asked about getting the, that sofa up the four flights of stairs. Ideally move into a house that is furnished. You'll think, oh, unfurnished, I can put all my furniture in. You will be blown away by the cost of things if this is your first time renting. You'll be like, a sofa? 
how much is that? 30 quid? You're like, 800 pounds? Oh my God, yeah. And then you're like, you're like, what? And then you will end up getting one from FreeCycle. <laughs> just go for furnished. Like, just- But if you've got stuff, like, because there are people that I know people who have stuff and are like, I want this yeah, sofa no, that I audio. If you've got the stuff from go previous for renting, it. go unfurnished. Go for it. But then it's time. But then make sure that when you are getting the stuff uh, <laughs> delivered via the man in the van, that you check the box that says that they ha- have to help you either side. Because <laughs> yeah. if you don't do that, I think it's like it is extra money, but it's not that much extra money. And you will, when they come uh, to your house flat and just dump the sofa outside on the doorstep, you will pay that. You would you will want to pay that that money there and they won't accept it <laughs> so you just do it in advance and make sure that you ask any delivery companies like and make sure that all, any delivery company that, that you use has an, has that option as well because some just don't have that option and that's not good enough you can't get that sofa in yourself if you, you can't, can't get, get the sofa through the door I'm afraid we can't help you because no, do like at this point you need to just be going everywhere with a tape measure. And so if oh, yeah. you if you see a sofa and you're like, well, it looks, what an exquisite colour. How long is it? Like how long is it? How long are your doors? Can you get it up the stairs? Are you prepared to call in six friends to carry it round court? Like, is it worth it? Or just, you know, like it is tricky. <laughs> My sister bought a sofa. That was like honestly something out of like Alice in Wonderland. It is she's not a she's a tall girl, and when she sits on it, her legs are just like her hot, like her little feet are just out the end. Like it is so massive. And when the delivery guys got there, they were like, "We can't, we physically can't get it in." They just left it outside the house, and they had to un they had to take off the windows to get it in the living room. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. D- no, you must measure things. You, you must, must measure things. You must measure. That's- Please measure. That's the only way around that, isn't it? Measure it. Measure um, it. And then do you definitely need it? Or can, if if there's, a, and if the sofa is there and it's crap and you think like, I want to buy one. Firstly, can you definitely afford a new sofa? Because they are breathtakingly expensive. And if not, yeah. and you just, and you hate it and you're like, I can't, I, I, we moved into one that was like, honestly, like cigarette burns in it. Like it looked like it'd been, mm. it looked like it lived on, on a, in a skip and the landlord wouldn't remove it. So I just bought a sofa cover the 20 pounds, these elasticated uh, things that you sort of squash in and then ta-da, new sofa. Now you don't feel like you sat on it always thinking like, what am I touching there? What's that stain? Just cover your sofa, done. That's a good point as well. When you when you are renting, you can again feel like you're bothering the landlord by all these silly mm. little questions. And t- for example, like this chair's only got three legs. Can I buy another? If, say if you're absolutely rolling in money and you, you can afford that five pounds from Argos, can I buy a chair and replace it? Always, don't ever do anything without in writing and not on the phone asking the landlord and getting the landlord's permission because then at the end of your tenancy they won't have a leg to stand on with charging you for the removal of your stuff that you've left when you're like no I replaced it for you <laughs> and also when there is the check because there's a property check where they basically decide whether any of your deposits should be deducted try and make sure that you're there when that's happening so you can kind of you know d- discuss things as and when they they come up but if you don't agree with the reductions because i think um reductions are what like basically reasonable wear and tear mm-hmm. so if you've been in, in there, there for a year and there's a few scuffs like they can't 
they can't charge you for a few scoffs on the wall. They can't. If those expressively said, "Don't hang anything," and you've hung something, that's on you, unfortunately. And if it's if it looks bad, then it's it's you know. But like you know, you, you've set fire to the carpet. Fair enough. But like basic wear and tear, that they're, they're not allowed to deduct anything. And if they do, your deposit will be protected. So then you can, if you go to the Citizens Advice web, website, they have all of the ways in which you can contact things. And the problem is, is that. Once it goes far enough, then you have to send them to court and that's not often worth it. Most landlords will bend before that. And sometimes it is worth it. So yeah, if they are definitely in the wrong, then it's worth it's worth pushing it as far as it will go. Yeah, you push to it. To see if you get something. Yeah, yeah, if you are in the right, yeah, keep just keep on pu- pushing. If only to be like, yeah, I'm making a stand for all the other little guys, you know. My last two things when you move in, uh, take a picture of the meter. Oh, yes. Because you'll need to know exactly what the meter was. Otherwise, you'll be charged for the previous people's electric. Listen. I'm I'm well aware I've paid for every previous tenant's electric. I've paid a lot of people's electric, yeah. <laughs> I'm internet and like everything. Just because yeah. they call up and they say, what was the meter when you moved in? You're like, seven? <laughs> 72. And they're what like, what was your meter? <laughs> and they're like, and you're like, yeah, I don't know, what was yours? Like, it's like, also find your stopcock for where your water is in your house. Truth be told, I don't know where mine is. But, oh, that's not true. It's on the ceiling. I found it recently. It's so high up. I could never possibly get to it. And that's if there's a flood, then that turns all your water off, does it? Yeah, that's exactly right. it. So if everything is flooding, the washing machine or the sink or something's burst, when you call the emergency plumber, they will say, find your stopcock. You'll be like, you find your stopcock. <laughs> And that is not a pleasant thing to be freaking out in the house and and, because it will be somewhere so weird. It basically looks like a giant tap placed somewhere crazy in your house. Find your your stopcock. Just know where it is. So if an emergency, you're ready to to get to it straight away. And again, these are just the the mundane, boring stuff that is going to really save you in a pickle. All of it is, though. Like, there's nothing... uh, The the fun stuff about moving into a flat is, like, all the stuff that we don't need to advise you on. Exactly. Like, have a nice time. Yeah. Like, have have Chinese takeaway and the white boxes sitting on the floor when you first move in. Like, light a candle. All the... You know, it's fun. You don't need our help. You're going to do those fun things anyway. (laughs) Light a candle. Light a candle. It's fun. <laughs> Our barometer for fun is it's just so shocked, really bottomed out, really <laughs> so bottomed out. Low. Oh god! But like, yeah, you you have okay a bottle of wine and you yes feel yeah, excited. Yeah. Also, about like, you. what cushions are you going to put cushions, on the sofa? Exactly, How exciting. that's all fun, yeah. fun stuff. But the stuff that is going to make the experience not fun is this sort of thing because it's not not obvious and and. And they know it's boring and that's how they get you. Yes. And then last thing, register to register for the doctors. Register to vote and find your NHS number. Oh yeah, all of that stuff. Have a week when you move in, and you're like all of the admin shitty stuff. I'm gonna do all that in the first weeks. So then you just like done and done and done. done. It, yeah. Rather like, than like, oh I'll the, do it, I'll do yeah. it next month. Organizing the broadband, organizing the thing, registering to vote. Just imagine have a day called Im- emergency day, and then imagine mm. various emergency scenarios. Like the house is broken into house insurance. Do you have it? Like what is covered by the landlord? The landlord should have like the building insurance, but contents insurance you should have. Yeah. Just do have an emergency day and, and prepare and imagine how desperate you would be for these things in that emergency and then do them all as a lovely gift to yourself in the future and you might never need them Nancy I hope that sort of helped and also it wasn't too dry well, um, it's a dry old subject but I hope but it's dry because it's going to cost you money if you're not dry oh my god and we've paid so much money for just being too fun we're not dry um, people I don't know if you know that from this podcast but we lots of sodden. things we're so, absolutely sodden lot of 
of a lot of things don't come naturally to us and it has cost us dear okay so just try and be dry from the from the get-go it doesn't make you any less fun it's like it's like the dry week when you move in as long as you've got the dry week then it's then you end then you end that week with your housewarming party yes and and then people are like what what energy provider are you on you're like i switched to a really good deal and there's a spare key in the stone outside i know where the stopcock is this is me partying everyone's like she's so good at parties (laughs) she's so good she gets a lot of fun (laughs) that'll be you That'll be you, That'll be you. And also just enjoy it and have a lovely time in in, in your in your first. Yeah, have a lovely time. And that's the thing. Like we're talking ill of we're talking ill of all these experiences, but we did also have fantastic times in all our in all our houses. Yeah, I've had nice landlords. Uh, My landlord at the moment is really nice, but like you just have to always err on the side of caution because ninety percent of them aren't. So you have to absolutely all the same. Yeah, be ready. But but don't stop that you having a good time because you will and even if it, you know it costs you at the you know you're going to have a great time live your life as well yes. so don't let any live of this life. put you off you're still going to have a brilliant time and, and and remember the focus is like you get to live together and you get to live in a new place and start a new life yes. like it's really exciting it's exciting it's very exciting and um, yes if you have any uh, if you are listening and have a topic that you would like us to cover it's at nobody panic pod also I haven't said this in a while but if you like the podcast and you're like this is nice pop over and give us a nice little rating and a review I suppose it's nice to have that it helps to be honest we just love reading them it makes it's it, mostly that it we like to read it yeah we love it oh anybody who's donated on that sponsorship list oh my lord we didn't know it was we didn't know how to find the messages for a while and then our producers and to us and we had a little cry thank you yes, so much people who've sent us thing we really it's an it's an honor it's an honor to make this podcast it's a real honor it's an honor to be in your ears it's an honor and email us any podcast suggestions at nobodypanicpodcast at gmail.com and uh, i'm on at cvm the s is a five on instagram and twitter what are you what are you tessa i'm at tessa goats or at we pray love on uh, on Instagram, I would say the content in both places is variable and slow. Have a wonderful week, everybody, and thank you, Nancy, for your topic. Bye bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. It, we have a podcast and... Uh, it might be, I, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, we, th- this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brands. <laughs> 